Welcome to the Accounting for You podcast, brought to you by the accounting firm of Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. This podcast is designed to provide relevant tax and accounting information to help you and your business succeed. If you enjoy listening in, please like and subscribe to our channel. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Accounting for You podcast, episode number seven. My name is Chris Reynolds. I'm CPA and partner here with Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. And I'm Jay Adkins, CPA and partner here at Adkins and Reynolds CPAs. On our last episode, we talked about what's the deal with S-Corps and reasonable compensation. And today I thought we would continue that conversation a little bit more, maybe go back a little bit of an overview of what the S-Corp is, what reasonable compensation is, but really focus on when do you switch and how do you switch because all the information is great unless unless you can put it into practice. And this is what we're going to talk about today. So, uh, Jay, do you want to give us a little bit of a brief overview of the S-Corp again? Sure. An S-Corp is a separate tax entity that you can elect for your business that all income expenses flows through on its separate tax return, but there's no tax paid by the entity itself. Uh, the entity then reports the bottom line on a K-1 to all individual shareholders, and the tax is paid at that point on the individual's personal tax returns. Yeah, so as a pass-through return, there's no tax paid actually on the corporate return. Now, there's some states that will have some state effects that you may be paying tax on those state returns. But on the federal return, right, it's just pass-through. There's no tax due on that federal return. It's information only, I guess you could say. So. Yes. All right. And then uh, the benefit of the S-Corp, uh, as Jay's talking, since all that income's flowing through, but it's a corporation, you can be an employee of your own business. And there's where the tax savings really comes in to where you're only going to be paying that Social Security and Medicare tax on the actual uh, wages as an owner. And that's the big tax planning thing where it comes into reasonable compensation. Yes. Uh, an S-corporation, if you're an employee on your S-corporation and you provide services for that corporation, you have to pay yourself a reasonable compensation. And that is subject to all the basic payroll taxes and is basically the same as being self-employed because the employee and the owner both pays you know, the half of the FICA tax, the Medicare tax. Where it becomes different is anything that's left over and deemed profits for the owner can be distributed that is subject to federal and state income tax, but is not subject to the FICA and Medicare tax, potentially saving 15.3% of taxes that you would otherwise pay on top of the federal and state tax. Yeah, and it's important to remember, too, though, the business pays prof pays tax on the profit of the business, whether it distributed it out or not. So even if it holds that profit back into the business, maybe it holds it in the cash account and doesn't distribute it, the owners are still going to pay tax on that income in the current year, even though they didn't distribute it out. That's a common misunderstanding. I've had that question many times before. Someone will tell me, well, I didn't take any money out of the business. Now, you know, for example, if you made 50000 profit, you know, that flows through to the owner. You pay tax on the 50000 regardless of whether you took zero distributions or 50000 of distributions. Uh, and then when you do actually take the distributions, that does not trigger any additional tax because you've already paid the tax from the K-1. Right. And uh, all of that's handled on the S-Corp tax return down in the what we call a triple A section, which adds to your tax basis. 
that um, that's important to be keeping track of for future uh, for future distributions and future tax return purposes and for something much more uh, lengthy and drawn out discussion than we probably want to get into today. We'll talk about tax basis <laughs> in the S corp on a future podcast. Yeah, there you go. We won't bore you with all that today. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, okay. So I've got my S corp. Uh, I'm going to put myself on payroll. The next big thing is, what do I pay myself? Because it sounds like what we're saying here is, I'm only going to be paying Social Security and Medicare tax on my payroll, so doesn't it make sense to say I'm worthless and not pay myself anything? That could be a real problem. The IRS rules say you have to compensate yourself a reasonable amount for your services to the corporation. Uh, As we talked about in a previous podcast, it's different for different businesses, and it's different for the level of services you provide. But you can't get away with providing services and not being compensated, thus avoiding all the self-employment taxes. That's definitely a no-no with the IRS. Now, they don't give us a number or a percentage for the compensation. They just say reasonable compensation. So we'll talk to each client in this matter and determine what we think is a fair amount. And that's really a gray area that the IRS gives us. Um, And anything that is not paid through compensation, again, we will pay out as investment profits or owner distributions, not subject to the self-employment taxes and any tax savings. Yeah, and so there's the big tax savings. But the important thing is that you've got to pay that reasonable compensation because if you don't, that's where you're going to get yourself into some trouble and potential audit risk and you know things like that. And it's also important to remember that you know reasonable compensation may vary based upon what you're doing for the company. So it may look different for different companies and all that. But All of that kind of comes back to, okay, I've got the S-Corp. Now, I know what my reasonable compensation would be or should be, but was it the right time to switch to the S-Corp? So what do you think when's the right time? Well, for one thing, you need to have a corporation that's making some money because, you know, if you're a corporation that's making $5,000 or an individual that's making $5,000, the benefits of switching, filing the extra business return, are not going to be enough. You know, we want to have a, a point where your profits are big enough where we can actually see some substantial tax savings by doing the salary and the S-Corp distributions. So we have a cutoff, uh, you know, probably of um, you know, at least 50000 or more that you know, we want you to make before you become an S-Corp because the savings are just not enough if it's too small of a profit. Yeah, because if you're gonna do, if you're gonna jump through all the hoops and do all everything, you got to make it worth your while. And at that fifty thousand level, even then, you you know, depending on what your reasonable compensation is, it may not be the time. It may be seventy five thousand, maybe you know more than that. So you've got to time it a little bit. You don't just jump into an S corp just to say I'm an S corp. You know, it's not something to be taken lightly. So, all right. So now the big question is, if I'm I've decided I, I qualify and I, or I'm going to qualify myself because I make enough. Uh, I'm, I'm going to file the form and I know what my reasonable compensation is, is when do I actually file and the form and what forms do I need to file to be an S corp? Well, the IRS has a form 2553, uh, that you can file to be an S corp if you are, you know, an LLC, 
that needs to be filed by March 15th of any given year to be an S corporation for that year. Um, there are some other means that, that if you didn't get it filed in time that you can elect when filing your tax return. Um, that's a little more complex. We won't get into that today. But the main rule is you need to file this 2553 by March 15th. There's also another form if you're a C-Corp in 8832 that you can file to change over to the S-Corp. And again, you have that same deadline that you want to get that in by March 15th of the year that you want to be treated as an S-Corporation. Yeah. So, and then we were talking, he's saying something about the late elections. There are, there are some ways to do that. Uh, you can file it. You have to, uh, you can actually file it with the tax return in that year. Yeah, but it's very important if you're doing that, there should, you have to have a reason why you filed it late. Yes. You can't just do it because I just forgot the deadline and you have to treat your, would you, you would have had to treated yourself as the S corporation operating like that all year long. So you, you would have been on payroll. You would have acted like an S corp the whole year. And then again, there's the reasonable cause of why you're filing it late. Um, I have filed a few of those and I think most of them have gone through with proper answers of why they were done late and they were all good reasons why they were done late, but it's not something to just, you know, you know, in July going, Hey, I think I want to just do that because I should. <laughs> One example yeah. of that is probably someone who starts a corporation after March 15th. Right. Obviously, you can't meet the deadline if you start in July, for example. Right. But, um, okay. So that kind of gives you just a broad, maybe rundown on the S corporation of of how to get how to file for the S corporation and maybe when to file for the S corporation. Obviously here we're a couple months into the year, March 15th is going to be right around the corner. So if you're thinking about uh, maybe now's the time to be flipping your LLC or another business into an S corporation and you think you may have enough profit to do so, you know, don't hesitate to give us a call. We'd be more than happy to talk with you and to see if we think it's a good option for you and could also help you calculate maybe a tax savings measure as to whether it's worth it to, uh, to switch out to, to an S corporation. Uh, Jay, do you got anything to add to the world of S corps? Uh, I I'm a big fan of S-corporations. I think they work well if you're making enough money to take advantage of them. Again, it's an area that the IRS gives us a little leeway with the reasonable compensation amount that we certainly work with our clients to come up with what we think is a, a compensation that we can defend if audited and then take full advantage of the uh, distributions without the additional self-employment tax uh, thereafter. Yep. All right. Well, there you have it. If you've got any questions about this topic, don't hesitate to reach out. And if not, we'll see you next time. Thank you for taking time today to listen to our podcast. We appreciate listeners like you and ask that if you enjoy what you hear, please like and subscribe to our channel to ensure you receive the latest episodes as soon as they come out. If you have any questions about the topic we discussed today or would like more information on becoming a client, please do not hesitate to contact our office by visiting arcpas.com or theaccountingpodcast.com.